and welcome to Sproy Offcast, the English language Brovka Bono podcast that nobody asked for. My name's David. I'm not a striker. You're a very naughty boy. What? Where's the? I'm not a striker. Where's the striker? He's uh, come in the shape of a goalkeeper, Sam. Yes. Good, isn't it? Not a particularly good one, it seems, although there was apparently a bidding war for him. Be- be- between who? Us and Bono B? No, us and... Well, other Czech teams, which I right. can't remember off the uh, top of my head. So this is a really good link into the show today. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's Martin Berkovets, by the way, who we're talking about. Yes, who wasn't good enough for Slavia Prague, left Karvina and has been playing his trade in... He's been winning title singular in Lithuania, Sam, so... I don't That's know, maybe, nice, maybe I'm biased about it, maybe he will be a good keeper, but one of our long-time uh, followers, Daniel, uh, ended up sharing with us a video of his performance in Europe against Bodo Glimt, um, <laughs> where they lost 3-1, and at least two of the goals, I would say, are directly his fault. And our last Lithuanian import went so well, oh, yes, that I think, yes. you know, this, this cannot be faulted. Mm-hmm. Anyway... We're not going to touch on that again, but in a very, very regular-shaped show tonight. A painfully normal show. A painfully show. normal show, yes. There'll be moaning, there'll be whining, <laughs> there'll be a beer. For you, listener, we've got, looks back at uh, Mlada Boleslav and Slovan Liberets, the beers, the hops, the knots, and the looking forward, inverted commas, <laughs> to games, as you described them, a 12-pointer, two games in quick succession, Against uh, Slesky FC, is it? Are they FC or FK? They're FC. Right. So Slesky FC. Slesky FC Opava, and uh, those boys from Bohemka. So yeah. Well, those boys from Varsovice. Well, yeah. I mean, they're also from Bohemia, but. Yeah, that's true. Actually. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. I, I don't Bohemian like them very much oh, this good. season, so uh, yeah, <laughs> so, so we'll look at them later. Well, they'll be looking to bounce back after a defeat, won't they? Good, yeah. Hopefully they don't have us in their pouch. They don't have pockets going <laughs> <laughs> do they? They have pouches. Anyway. Oh God, anyway, this is going to be a stretch. More, more like this to come now. So, we played Young Pain Celebrate <laughs> FC, Football Club. FC Empty Seats. Yeah, and that's not just because of COVID, that's generally how they are. Yeah, we were talking this up as being quite a big game. Uh, I mean, where the two teams are in the standings, it was a big game. It didn't feel like as one. A, as a game, it was absolutely horrendous. <laughs> Strap yourself in, listener, it's another podcast. Yeah. It, it just generally wasn't very good. <laughs> no, um, but what we mentioned during the game, or what you mentioned, sorry, is how we managed to make even poor teams look very, very competent when they come up against yeah. us. It's the, unfortunately, it's the sort of the t- one of the telltale signs of a team that's going down. Um, very similar to a lot of the performances that we put in when we um, got relegated last time around. Mm. And I think the one thing uh, for me was just any real sort of lack of urgency throughout the the starting 11, uh, particularly in the first half, Mm. which was, it was, it's a very strange one. It's a very strange one in the sense that I thought that we were generally bodied by Boleslav during the first half, but we went in with a lead. Yes, it was very curious. I mean, again, I think it felt like we were bodied because they had the lion's share of possession for the whole game. Mm-hmm. Neither us nor they did an awful lot with it, but it felt like they were the more likely to mm-hmm. until we oddly did something with it. It started actually with Fosek having a decent chance in the early running. Um, after good work from Pachlopnik on the right, which is a sentence you will hear more than once today, I feel. Um, he uh, crosses, Fosek slides in at the far post and is just denied it. Like, it's sort of bundled away by a defender who's sliding with him and it sort mm-hmm. of fires itself over the crossbar. Um, and then sort of nothing happens. It's a very nothing first, apart from you said, you know, Boleslav having a lot of the ball, us 
giving the ball away a lot. Yeah. They created uh, they created quite a few chances uh, as well, and really for the really aside from the the Fosek chance, the, the like I mean for the first half an hour we were mostly playing in this Borovka half. Yeah, they had a couple. Of, to be fair, their chances were generally sort of stuck to long ranges. They yeah. weren't massively penetrative, but yeah, it was mostly played in and around the edge of our box, it seemed. Mm-hmm. Um, but we take the lead, bizarrely. In the 38th minute, there's an Andre Vanjek free kick from the left-hand side. In comes your boy Pernitzer and his first start back at his uh, old club, completely unmarked. Yeah. And uh, yeah, sort of scuffs a header in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gets a good connection on it. To be fair, it was it, it's quite a nice goal. It's the sort of the direct sort of threat that you would like us to to yeah. see, and a glancing header, I would say. Yeah. There's, there's definitely contact, and he, he he definitely knows where he's putting it. Mm-hmm. But it helps that there's basically nobody near him, which is quite nice as well. So yeah, that's basically it for the first half. We go in, as I said, one nil up. The second half, the biggest change happens at half-time because Marek Matyovsky arrives. Yes. Despite the fact he's 703 years old and is back from an ACL injury, uh, this is a man who's played Premier League football. Yeah. And looked at. is a, still, at the age of 703, a quality player. I think, what is he, 38 possibly now? He's, 37 or 38. He's really pushing it. He's really but old. He's, again, he's one of those players that it's not his job to run. Now, mm-hmm. he's got other people to do that for him. But he, you know, the game shifted in tempo when he came on because his his direct passing was very, very good. And it was him um, that had a hand in, well, firstly, a goal that was ruled out uh, for handball. It was varred out for handball. Um, uh, Correctly. Yeah. Uh, Ladra handballs. Uh, uh, Martin Grazia. Uh, sticks the ball away, but it's varred out for offside. It's uh, good for uh, uh, handball. Sorry, yeah. it's good that that happens because we didn't cover ourselves in glory in the anything about that goal. <laughs> no, you know, like the whole setup was terrible. Was it? Was it from a free kick? I forget. I can't uh, remember. Or from either. a corner, actually. It was a corner because yeah. I think the story so far is that we look terrible against set pieces, don't we? Mm. And that was just another one going and into... and uh, open play as well. Oh yeah, of course that so, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that would have been, as you said, yet another conceded by by a set piece. Uh, but it doesn't last very long. Uh, Matiowski is found on the edge of the area. It's a cross. It's laid back by possibly Grazia, but I might be wrong. I think it is Grazia. Um, he is found on the edge of the D. There are four men near him, and he still has time to take a touch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and place it. Into the mm-hmm. bottom corner of the net. I made exactly the same notes about this, and I specifically put to the number four down yes. here as well. And also, just to add to the whole that's terrible thing, where they're all standing is directly in the view of Schuster and Goal. The only thing they're not standing in front of is nobody is standing in a direct line between him yeah. and the bottom corner of yeah. the goal. So, so, yeah. so not only does he have about uh, does he actually have a year to receive the ball, <laughs> pass it out to the edge of the uh, edge of the box where Matiowski is able to control the ball, take a touch, look up onto his favourite uh, yeah. foot and slot it down yeah. that perfect yeah. corridor. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but we also don't give um, we don't give Martin Schuster any chance whatsoever. <laughs> a keeper who is being under fire, sometimes justifiably, sometimes not, for things like poor positioning and, you know, not being able to, you know, control Hold balls. shots, yeah. Yeah. And we just make things absolutely worse for him. And then everyone does that thing, which really fucking annoys me as well. And it's, again, the sign of a team that doesn't know the hell what it's doing. Everyone then looks around at each other and <laughs> does that whole hand thing out going, yeah. huh? Yeah, it's just it's just not not good enough. And at that point, that goes in, and you're like, "There's what half an hour to go." Yeah, we're we're going to lose this game. Mm. Uh, we didn't. Remarkably, uh, it finished one-one. The last note I've made is ninety-two minute mm-hmm. Shumbra free kick hits bar robbery question mark exclamation mark. If that had gone in, would that have been robbery? Yeah, like, I mean, a point was generous maybe to Zbrojovka yeah. by the end. And 
I mean, to be fair to Shumbra, that's a fantastic free kick. And, it's a great hit, um, yeah. Although I don't like this whole commentator thing of, you know, you felt that deserved a goal because you deserve goals really it either goes in or it doesn't. But it would have been nice to see that. And it would have made up for the fact that um, we didn't create any chances. And that's also due to the fact that, as we mentioned in the last uh, podcast, we don't have Pshihistal, we don't have Rusek. And we ended up going with a, uh, a 3-5-2, I think it was, with a, uh, no, 4-5-1, sorry, mm-hmm. with, um, with young Daniel Fila up front, uh, bless him, who was entirely invisible until he got subbed off. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you were, you know, if you were, if you were looking at Zvorovka as, you know, a kind of island, Fila wasn't even, you know, he wasn't the Inner Hebrides or the Outer Hebrides. He was a fucking pharaohs, man. Like, he was <laughs> so isolated. Man. Yeah, he was <laughs> just and, ridiculously isolated. And, and I feel for the boy because he's super young, right? He's 18, I think. Something like that, um, yeah. We had a lot of good things to say about Fila when you came on against Bani Kostrava. Very direct. Like the only yeah, person very energetic. In that role, it's only going to knock his confidence because he's not going to get the del- the delivery and the service that he needs because we can't really get the fundamentals right. Like when we've played positively, I think this season it has been as a four four two, where people sort of know where they are and we're generating some play and also uh, generating a bit of sort of counter attacking as well when. Uh, certain moves from opponents break down. Yeah, and just, here he's just he's just chasing long balls or trying to win headers against two centre halves. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, it's it's a poor show. Mm-hmm. Also got our first views as well of uh, Texel. Yes, brief brief glimpse of Texel mm-hmm. who started the game against Slovan, but possibly more on that mm-hmm. in a while. Looks. Like a solid bottom half of the Purni Liga player, nothing to get massively excited about. But yeah. and young uh, Big Timmy, as I'm calling him as well, uh, Timothy <laughs> was also um, was was also featured. Um, so mm. everyone who sort of came in got a, a few got minutes, minutes at least. Yeah. So um, that was not particularly hot, but shall we take a look at some things that were, or in this case, not or hot? in the next section that we call Hot or Not. What's, what's coming up next? Uh, it's Hot or Not. Let's do that, shall oh, okay. we? Is that a new? Is that a new thing? I tell you what's hot is that is this, not, this is not a new thing uh-huh. because it's a popular section. For hot or not, it's time for hot, hot or not. Discussing these two topics is a regular spot on here. Come on, let's twitter on intention interminably. Maybe it's the Austrian Bundesliga. Management changes in northern Silesia. PSV or pre Vottenscheid or West Ham. Come on, Sam, give your hot or not to me. London, dun dun, London, dun dun. There you go. It's hot or not. Well, that was special. (laughs) It certainly was. Hot or not. Yes. (laughs) You've you've not done too much work today, I feel. (laughs) I I have, and it was mainly that. (laughs) Excellent. I might have just tapped the mic in my excitement about that bit. So, sorry, listener. Um, I'm sure it'll um, just just put it down to the um, just r- rampant excitement. I would hope. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what what, uh, yes. what do what what do you have for me uh, for me? I've this got time? two hots and a knot. Oh, very good. Okay, you? I've got the traditional one of each. All right, um, I'll take a hot first, and okay. then we'll go back and forth, as it were. Um, firstly, David Abraham or Araham. He's Argentinian. I don't know how you would say oh, okay. it. Abraham Abraham something. Uh, are you aware of his work at all? I am not aware of his work. Does right. he play in Argentina? Uh, he does now. He's a 34-year-old uh, oh, okay. Argentinian centre-half. His uh, career path is a kind of middling top division clubs uh, in, sort of... In Spain. Well, it's well, it, it's an interesting selection, actually. It's okay. um, um, Independiente, Nastic, uh, Gymnastic, whatever it is, uh-huh. uh, Baal, Getafe, Hoffenheim, okay. Frankfurt, which is oh, quite okay. a nice, you know, selection of kind of middling top-tier yeah. clubs. Anyway, uh, he spent his last six years at Frankfurt, uh, much-loved centre-half captain, etc. Okay. 
in his final game, uh, as a souvenir, he swapped his shirt with the ref. Okay. Which I think is quite <laughs> cute. And that's that's quite sweet. But also what is very sweet, you know, he's only 34 by defender standards. He's not past it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he left and he signed for a team called Huracan de Chabas. Okay. Which is his hometown, read home village club. Okay. They are so small, Transfer Mark had to create a page when he moved there because they didn't exist on their database before. Wow. So this is going to like, you know, moving from Frank- Frankfurt to join your like, you know, sort of, you know, conference north yeah. sort of side. Mm-hmm. So I think that's quite cute. That's a nice. I hope they got them for a good price. <laughs> I'm sure it was, you know, a bag of balls or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bag of balls and 500 quid that... Um, Jason McAteer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, commanded as a fee uh, from, from Bolton. Yeah. I looked up um, um, Chabas of Hurrican fame. It's a <laughs> tiny village, 75 kilometres southwest of Rosario. Oh, okay. That's it. It's just a, a tiny spot on a map. There's virtually nothing there. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I thought that was quite Pretty nice. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you have either a hot or a not? Okay. Um, which? All right. Well, I'll go for I'll, I'll go for the hot as well okay. then. Um, uh, a mysterious banner has emerged in Aberdeen. I don't know if it's from now or from earlier on uh, in the um, during our in um, misery of the last year or so. <laughs> and all it says is Northeast Huns: the real pandemic. good which is good so i love that even during times of um you know great sort of strife where we need to you know sort of all pull together as people to to defeat the virus or whatever aberdeen fans are still putting up banners slating rangers especially aberdonian ranger supporters Mm -hmm. so there you go also said red or dead at the bottom which is a nice touch (laughs) during a pandemic with a really deadly virus going about so yes Mm -hmm. northeast huns the real pandemic something that your co-presenter Fully endorses. <laughs> Fine. That, All right. That, that's me. Um, my second hot is something I had, I was not previously aware of, but has been going on for I think a little over ten years, which is Italy's bidone d'oro, the golden dustbin. Okay. Which is an alternative award in Italy voted for by the fans who they think is the worst player of each, oh. of any given season. Oh, you love to see it. That's it's, a great idea. It's generally. Uh, goes to a fan of or uh, a player at a very big club because all of the other fans of oh, teams goodness. want to have a go at that yeah. person. It's been won three times by Adriano, ex uh-huh. Inter um, lard boy, but occasionally wonderful, mm. wonderful footballer. Uh, I think so. S- s- like seven of the ten have been Brazilian, the winners of oh, okay. the Golden Dustbin, which is slightly odd because it was like Adriano. I think. Um, uh, Rivaldo won it with Milan a couple of times and okay. Kaká th- no was it K- possibly Kaká in one of his stints at Milan won it uh-huh. Alex Pato possibly as well so yeah I just I just thought that was a fun thing that to do that is quite cool I like that we should definitely do one for half of our squad I don't think we can fit that many in the bin yeah. to be honest right now but yeah. certainly not a gold one no that's a fee <laughs> uh Yes, you, you had a had a knot. My knot, yes. My knot is spinning Frank Lampard signing as being anything more than a mediocre coach being sacked. Yeah. This has started to emerge yet again uh, on various sports pages and the internet. Um, and I saw this tweet from a so-called comment, like, contributor to, you know, BBC Sport, Football, mm-hmm. Telegraph and stuff. And it really fucked me off. Um, this guy, who is a self-professed Chelsea supporter, mm-hmm. um, for anyone living under a rock, Lampard's no longer Chelsea boss, by the way. Um, um, I've got. I wrote his tweet out verbatim just because it it beggars belief, David. All Go right. On. So this was part of a longer thread he had uh-huh. about the uh, Lampard sacking. For Chelsea fans, Frank Lampard as manager represented more than just football. It represented an idea, semicolon, that successful teams could... (laughs) It represents an idea that successful teams could be built from the ground up. It wasn't all about importing and manufacturing success. Roman Abramovich's Chelsea. Yes, I would also have to um, have to take issue with two hundred and sixty million pounds of imported 
attempt at success mm-hmm. over this summer. <coughs> Kai Havertz, Hakim <laughs> Ziyech, well, etc. Well, yeah, he might, he might actually, you know, if Tuchel comes in, he might actually get a game out of them because mm-hmm. he knows, he knows a bit about German football. But just like the idea, the, just the idea, like that this, basically Chelsea were sort of like, okay, and then ended up coming with rich Russian businessmen mm. who then ended up sort of absolutely running away with, with, with titles and so on. So it's this idea that, that Frank Lampard represents an idea. Frank Lampard was groomed for the role after having a really underwhelming time as Derby County manager. What the fuck? To be fair, he does represent an idea, a very badly thought out idea. No idea. Yeah. He did, like, if anything, he exceeded expectations last season and is sort of finding his natural level in coaching. Yes. Yeah. So like so none of this and this is this is this is just like a what I would call so there's, there's five or six quote unquote big teams in English football, right? And all of them have supporters that think that there's some kind of like like trailblazer or traditionalists or whatever that, you know, these lads had a dream to build a club, blah 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 blah. And it's all bollocks. Represents an idea. Fuck off. Sorry, David, you're not. Yeah, yes, yeah. Those, those five or six big. That's that's um, you know Coventry plus five, obviously. That's, uh, <laughs> Don't, do not get me started on Newport County. <laughs> um, my uh, not is um, uh, Coventry City's second halves. We discussed uh, this before, yes. but this is just a remarkable statistic that I have to share with about you know seven more people. Um, um, Cov uh, played. Reading away on TV uh, last Monday wasn't a classic by any means. We lost 3-0. But the stat was brought up that we have the best defensive record or the best first-half defensive record of any club in the championship. However, we have also conceded the most goals in the championship. So that says a lot about our second-half performances and our ability to absolutely fall asleep with about... 85 minutes gone. It's an unreal statistic. It's mad, isn't it? I mean, it was like, we. I think was it, was it you that were saying that it, it, it's that sort of um, plucky um, plucky lower league team in the cup vibes or whatever. Well, you start really well and then sort of yeah, end up... Yeah, it's, it's that. And also the fact that I think the step up to the championship, you, you know, quote unquote, represents a golf in quality, yeah. as it does. And the way we played last year... And the way we're continuing to play this year is very much on the front foot, high line, lots of energy, lots of pressing. Yeah. And I think we just get a bit knackered by the end, which is, you know, and, and also we can't defend set pieces. I mean, it's not a surprise that that's going to happen to a team coming up from, uh, from the last season, considering that, well, obviously, aside from two other teams that came up, uh, is it two that comes up? It's three. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's, it's four in the League yeah. One and League Two, isn't it? Um, every other team had like got their completion of a season and some sort of pre-season. Mm. And if I remember correctly, you just stopped. Yeah, we just stopped. And it was PPG. So, yeah. so fitness and things like that is probably going to be a factor. Maybe not this far on into the season. Yeah. But you didn't have the benefit of seeing that team play out a full campaign as champions. I mean, like I said, it doesn't really bother me at the moment because we're playing some lovely stuff and we are trying to play football in hashtag the right way. Mm-hmm. So What's it's, that like? It's lovely to see. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Just a little bit of excitement at a Zborovka game would be welcome yeah, at this point, it wouldn't would. it? Yeah. Um, talking of excitement at games or... Um, Seeing goals scored, certainly. Should we talk about the game against Slovan? If we have to. We do. Slovan Liberets at home was our game on whenever it was, Friday evening. It was Friday, Friday under the lights. Yes, as a little uh, little taster for the weekend's action. And my word, did we disappoint. Man, don't the lights never not go out? You yeah. know, like, I don't know if that even worked um, grammatically there, but uh, you know, why, do we, why do we get this, why do we get this 45 minutes of, of, of power failure at games against Varnsdorf, but not when we're just <laughs> like this? Anyway, 3-0 Slovan Liberets. Yeah, spoilers if you didn't know. Um, this is where I'm going to say what I said 
towards the end of the game, which Sam um, alluded to earlier, where in games like this, it sometimes feels like watching like a League One side playing a Premier League side in a cup game mm-hmm. at home, where the first 10, 15 minutes, they give it a decent go and you think, you know what? Mm-hmm. We might have a game here. Yeah. It might be an upset in the offing. And then there very much isn't. Yeah. Because they're playing a team of much higher quality who know how to control and then kill off a game. Uh-huh. Um, legal eye, eagle, eagle-eyed um, Zbrojovcast listeners on Twitter um, were keen to point out that I'd tweeted that Zbrojovka were looking um, pretty good um, a whole one and a half minutes um, before the first goal for Slovan went in. <laughs> Aged well. <laughs> and this is not the first time that this has happened, as everyone will still remember the time where I said that we would comfortably see out the Raditz Kralova game. Yeah. I mean, you want to keep your thumbs away from mobile devices while games are going on, but I mean, <laughs> this season has been all my fault. <laughs> um, so, what happened? Well, after five minutes, this is why we felt a little bit optimistic because after five minutes, Andre Vanek. It's a lovely strike. It's a nice save as well. From just outside the D. Yeah, it is going in, but uh, uh, Milan Knobloch. Yeah, that was it. I was, I was thinking Dick Holder or something like that. Knobloch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Italian, Italian penis lake. Italian penis lake. Um, yeah, he saves, and spoilers, that will be our only shot on target. <laughs> Yeah. After five minutes, and then that's it. I mean, my, my notes were that we knocked it about really well for the first uh, 20 minutes. We yeah. were looking kind of direct. Um, again, I thought um, Pachlopnik was um, pretty good at t- getting the ball and trying to get into the box. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's a good argument for saying that he was one of our only decent players over the two matches that we uh, that we watched. But there again, this was also what you were saying about the lack of a final ball from anyone or the lack of movement in the box that will, <clears throat> you know, that will make a final ball available whenever Pachlot gets it. You know, he will he will happily try and take it past one or two people, mm-hmm. but all the opposition has to do is when he's in the boxes, not trip him over, because the lack of movement or the lack of bodies in the box means it's probably not going anywhere. Yeah. And there was a shout for the penalties, wasn't there? There was. Uh, and that's um, your boy Fila. He's mm-hmm. taken down, question mark, by Mathieu Chalush. I... Do you think it's a penalty or Pe- is it just Pe- people... a bit of 50-50? People thought it was yeah. online. Um, at the time, I was pretty adamant that it wasn't I think I still am him. in that you've seen camp. him given in a way haven't you but... I think he falls over his own feet mm, well anyway it didn't happen anyway it, I mean, so it, it, perhaps I mean we can do all this sort of fan fiction stuff where it's like <laughs> if, if we get the penalty then it's 1-0 Borovka and does it change etc no but we still can't <laughs> we, st- I mean, but we yeah. still can't shoot we still can't defend so that's yeah. the, the issue well, after twenty-four minutes, there's a there's a long ball. It's a bit of a nothing ball in a way. I mean, Drex misses a header. Yeah. Mosquera gets onto it. There's Pernitzer and Morovets back there. They're sort of standing off him, standing off him. But what you do not expect to happen necessarily yeah. is an absolute goal of the season contender from John Mosquera from 35, 40 yards. Mm-hmm. Woof. It's a lovely strike. It really is. It's a isn't it? lovely strike, and it's one of those ones. You know, when you're going to games, and this happens, I think, a lot more in the UK than it does in, um, like, the Czech Republic, for example. You know, when an opposition player scores an absolute screamer, and then, like, you you applaud it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, because you just, just know. Like, yeah, and that, like, that is absolutely fine as a 1-0. <laughs> I feel bad for John Mosquera because it might be denied a, a, a sort of a goal of the season sort of like real, real shout just because of the sort of the mix-up at the back. Um, because it is really... I mean, okay, Drexel misses a header. You miss headers or whatever. But like two players that should really know better about positioning mm. is Pernitz and Moravets who one, one of who I believe isn't even standing like you know facing the, the sort of he's like standing at this like facing the side of the pitch or something like that mm. and there's this whole and the one of the worst things I think is a, a, 
or one of the worst feelings I think if you're uh, from my you know extensive experience or whatever uh, of of playing football is you know when um, you have somebody running at you and you're having to backtrack. Mm. That's just and you sort of don't know and you could fall over at any minute if you're someone like me. <laughs> But wonderful goal! I think I've watched it twenty times now. Yeah, it's it keeps gets, gets, keeps getting better. It doesn't like drop off in quality. Yeah, because it is. It's not one of these ones that sort of like dips a little or does it. It just goes poof. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, there is a link to the game on these Verovcast Facebook page, mm. and it's at one minute thirty of the yeah. <laughs> inverted commas highlights. Yeah. Top bins. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that happens. We're one nil down. Ten minutes later, Mosquera. Um, Gets down the left-hand side. Again, nobody really near him. He crosses into the box. Uh, Kostelnik uh, heads it down. Schuster blocks it with his legs. Again, it's a rebound rather than a catching it or putting it you know, to the side or whatever. And uh, Mikhail Ravoshitz, uh pokes the goal home. Lots of, lots of you know, class, no celebration against old club uh, nonsense from... Hashtag experts on social media, but Blah. yeah, I mean, you know, he poked home a four yarder to make it two nil. You know, it's it, not a cause for running towards the corner flag and kung fu and kicking it Jamie Vardy style, is it? Yeah, it, it it's a good initial stop as well because it's right in like right in front of just he has no time to react. It comes straight at him though, but really. I don't know if he can do much better. Mm. Um, the the maybe the point is that we're in that position where the box is packed with Slovan players, many of whom are about two yards from the goal line. Yeah. So it, it again, it's just, it doesn't, doesn't come over particularly well. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's two nil and that sort of looked like it. I mean, we hadn't, I mean, we'd had a, you know, as you said, sort of first decent 25, 20, 25 minutes up to the first goal. But Slovan see out the first half, then the second half, we sort of huff and puff, nothing really comes of it. Again, not a single shot, really, of any note. And then on 75 minutes, there's a break, and Jakub Peshek makes it 3-0 to sort of finish it off, really. Yeah, I, I think that was probably the worst thing, because um, it's undoubtable that we are on a terrible run, the football's not good, and, you know, we are prime candidates uh, you know ourselves and Opava are I would say the worst teams in the in the division but one thing that we've been very lucky with um, is that we've always maybe with the exception of the Sparta game at the start of the season had a half to play for where we've been either you know down one goal or mm. up one goal or drawing and there's more to do and it's oh maybe we can go back and it I mean, even even you could argue the the Cheska Budiovic game where we were down two 0 at half time. At least there was some sort of like forty five to play for and get back into. But this just felt like a pointless second half of football yeah. where we weren't going to do anything. Yeah, um, and the natives are getting restless. Yes, they are. There was a, I'm going to say delegation of a delegation. <laughs> Vati who uh, went to the game uh, sort of halfway through the second half. There was a slight bombardment from outside the ground there's a big sort of fence that runs around the, the sort of top edge of the ground and there were flares and you know those things that flash mm-hmm. flashbangs they don't go bang though they just flash oh. don't they ah uh... <laughs> yeah we need a saviour of the universe right now but uh... no, you see a striker man fuck's sake but uh but yeah, so um, yeah, and then they um, congregated around the uh, dressing room door uh, until it was nine o'clock and the curfew, and the police made them all go home. Yeah. So that was quite, quite you know, I want to say well intentioned. It wasn't you know well intentioned. People shouldn't be doing that, but it was quite funny that they were just sort of told to, and that, and they all sort of meekly left when they were told to. Well, I, I mean that's. You know, it's understandable because it's frustration at this point. Um, it is. Like, I don't, I think that we have generally been quite good as a fan base of sort of taking losses on the chin where it looks like a shift's been put in or we've been unlucky. Uh, you know, and th- there's a reason why there wasn't this sort of like mad sort of brouhaha after, say, Cheske Budiovica, where we. Pete. Had the a great second half. The Olomouc game as well, where yeah, it true. was in the balance until individual naivety gave it away. Like 4-2 looks bad, but I think people, you know, people realise that that was just 
you know, third game back naivety really wasn't yeah, it. Yeah, we threw that game, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, here and against Boloslav, we just looked just flat and energyless and just, yeah. Should we, can I roll off one more cliche before go we go on. on to the previews? Uh, no leaders on or off the pitch. Good. Because I don't know, as, as long as this, well, we don't know, do we, if um, we are getting an actual manager An in, actual manager would be nice. Or if we're getting in Dostalic. And that's also concerning in the sense that we're still making signings. But mm. there's no manager in place either. Yeah. No. I don't want it to be Dostalek. I you know, I don't I'm either. sure he's a perfectly nice bloke, but uh, as you uh, I believe said during the the game as well, um if he was a great manager for the team, he would have got it as a permanent gig the four or five other times that he's been interim. But we're also owned by people who you know, the man don't give a the, fuck. You know, if there's, a, you know, a choice between quality and price, yeah. he will go on price. So. He is the freeway cola of, <laughs> <laughs> of the Zborovka drinks cabinet. Yes, and on that bombshell, should we do, do a, a beer of the podcast? Y- yes. I think we need one. Podcast. And it was your choice this week, was it not? It was my choice, and good. Right now, some people will know that I am not drinking, except for the beer of the Apart podcast. From beer of the podcast, just yes. to try and generally sort myself out a bit. Um, and I went not really for the peculiar, but for a beer that I just wanted to drink, to be yes. honest. And you put um, the idea in my head that um, there is now a little, what do you call it, booth? Um, yeah, a little concession stand. Yes, um, in the Albert in Viverti. Yeah. Which is selling a microbrew boo 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 beer. <laughs> I don't know what happened that's, there. That's, that's, that's not, a nice, not a very nice way to talk about a beer. Boo boo. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's dreadful. Yeah, so um, uh, by a company, a company called Beer Daddy. Beer Daddy, if I can make you see, if there's been some booze around, it's gotta be me. Yes, it's gotta be me. <laughs> is your, Mac there. Is your, is, is, your IPA, is your IPA particularly strong? Service so strong. <laughs> um, all right, so this is the Beer Daddy from Sivitsa, which is... Yes. Um, 13, 14 kilometres east of Brno. Yeah, so. on the road to Vishkov, you said, didn't you? Yes, yeah. and I just went for their Dvanast yeah. Slagger, 5.2%. It's got a bottle of um, the beer daddy himself. who And possibly the beer son, or I'm not sure. Yeah, there's like two of them. They both look the same, and they both look a little bit like Tommy Wiseau. So <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if this tears you apart, shall we? You're wrong, I didn't drink it. Um, so here we go. Yes, here we go. It looks like, it looks delicious. It looks like a lager. It looks and that's like beer. Absolutely fitting the... Slightly, slightly cloudy. Yeah. Yeah, looks really good. So... It's um, got that pinty smell. It's got that smell, it's got that smell, you know, sort of... Um, there's a little bit of that, you know, after a gig when lager's been thrown about, it's mm-hmm. got that hoppy sort of, well, not hoppy, but like sort of soury sort of lager smell. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, that's boys. That's really good, man. Oh, that feels so good. <laughs> Particularly after your Coke Zero that you're Yeah, on, my, you know. my Coke Zero is my compromise beverage for doing podcasts and yeah. watching the football. Um, we're going to go on and do previews shortly, and by God, let me tell you, if we keep losing matches, I will not be long off the beer. Yeah. So I'll have that to look forward to at least every cloud and all that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, 
yeah, nice to have a bit of a, you know, like, because we've been doing sort of, sort of weird, you know, we did the Bock and we did the Stout and everything, and it's nice just to have a good, solid Vanatska, and that is a good, yeah. solid Vanatska. It is, That's tasty, man. I'm glad that I chose this over, I was considering bringing a Stout, because mm. again, it was just, I was just doing the selfish, I just want to drink what I want to drink thing, yeah. so... Um, no, that's great. Yeah, that's good stuff. So we do have some previews, and they are of whom? Opava. Yes. And Bohemka. Yes. So we are rock bottom and 14th. So these are big. Yeah, big, big games. So let's talk about uh, Opava first, I suppose. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. After this... Silesian Football Club of Opava. Yes. Our bottom. Pav- Pavel Zavadil's Opava. Pavel Zavadil, who, who is in what position now? He's director of director fo- sport or something sport like that, or, or football yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, nothing but respect for my leader. For um, big Pav, yeah. Good old Pav. Oh, captain, one of the, my captain. Yeah, one of the one of the um, few names I've ever had put on a shirt, my Bono shirt from about four or five years yeah. ago. There's a Zavadil seven on the back. Yeah, no, nothing but um, nothing but ad- admiration for probably my favourite Zborovka Boruna player. Um, mm. Absolutely hope we got his team. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but but listener, if you've been a long time listener to the show, you'll know that that's unlikely. Um, or actually, if you've just been listening to this episode, you'll probably know that's unlikely. <laughs> the the uh, yeah, maybe the only team worse than us in the league. Uh, the only team not to have won more than once. Um, bonus points. Who did they beat? Ooh, crikey. Is it somebody around us? Uh-huh. Is it Fribram? It's Teplitsa. Teplitsa. Uh, when do they beat them? Way back at the start of the season. October. Yeah. So they have um, they they draw a fair bit, but they've got the same... Uh, no, they've not got the same points as told. They've got seven points. We've got ten. Um, no wins in nine. Um, last outing was a 4-1 loss to Sigma, um, which got worse because Christ Tieni got suspended as well during that game. He got sent off. Is that what people yell when they're angry at Arsenal's left-back? Um, this is... This <laughs> Christ, is, Tierney. Yeah, Tierney or Tiehi. I think I'm not reading my own writing. I, this is a curious one, by the way, because I only looked him up because he got sent off to see right. is it good that he got sent off and in that the, he'll be suspended. Do you know where they got him from? Well, he was a free agent, but do you know where he last played? It's going to be... Years and years ago, or so, or something. No, it was it was last season, but it was uh, it was Tunbridge Angels of the National League South. Brilliant, that's fantastic. The, I love that. The top flight of Czech football, and you're going for some guy. Is he that, English then? He is. I want to say he's Ivorian, right? Or he's he's. I believe he's West African, right? But so no, but he's um, he was also before that he was at uh, Woking. That is a that is a hell of a career path. Not the level you'd expect. I mean, he was. Uh, this also, I think, leads me to. Oh, I think he might be Cameroonian actually, because he did play for like. I don't even want to say league duh, but like one of the, one French team as right. well. So like, we unfortunately won't be seeing him because he's suspended. Oh. But Tunbridge Angels, brilliant. Who are, by the way, not even from Tunbridge. Tunbridge Wells. No, no, they're from Tunbridge <laughs> T O N. Yeah, aren't they? Yes. So the reason go. I know this is because. Um, one of my flatmates at university was from Tunbridge TON and uh-huh. kept having to say that it's not Tunbridge it's not Tunbridge yeah. Wells, it's Tunbridge, which is a totally different place. So, yeah. so I um so you know the first I knew that they had a football first I knew <laughs> the place existed. So yeah, there you go. Well that's good. Um Okay, so um, the, do you want to, do you want to the lowdown on Opava? Yeah, go on. They don't score and they can't defend. Yeah, <laughs> um, so sounds, sounds familiar. Even worse um, than us in that department. Um, they have they have scored eleven this season. Right. Uh huh. Which you go, that's fucking low. And then you realise that we scored thirteen. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, but I mean, they've got a couple of really interesting things. Is that they're two? They probably have the two most interesting signings mm. um, of loans um, of the teams that we're going to be scrapping with um, to try and save. Um, there are two players that we've already come up against this season. Oh, funnily right. enough, so um, Patrick Hellebrand, yeah, who we saw in the uh, I think for an hour against uh, Slovatsko. So that will be him moving in this transfer window, re switching. 
Yes, so yeah. he came back from Slovatsko. He is a he's contacted Slavia he's a Prague player. player. Yeah. Yeah. So he went back from Slovatsko and now he is at Opava. And also, um, this is a, I think this is actually a really cool loan signing and a signing that I would have liked us to have done. And, and that's the most annoying thing. Um, Tomas Tranchara from Jablonets. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's not hard to get an attacking player, you know? And these are two attacking players. Mm -hmm. Like Hellebrand's um, sort of a more centralised attacking midfielder, I believe. Uh, Tranchara's out-and-out -out striker, not really favoured um, as much. Um, but they need goals because they're, they're currently... The top scorer is um, Zidek with two, and he's a centre-back. Right. Um, there's um, Karol Mandek as well with two, who scored last week in the 4-1 yeah. um, defeat. 3-5-2, uh, you mm -hmm. will see... You will see Chvanchara, you will see Hellebrand, you will see um, Zidek, you will see Mendek, you will not see, unfortunately, uh, Christ Tierney. Um, so that's the sort of the deets on... Um, the deets? The, sort of the deets on Opava. They are a team that uh, likes to play a high line. They like to be active in their football. And this has come at a cost to their defence, basically. My issue with this is that as we are currently without um, strikers um, we know that Rusek has uh, come back to training mm -hmm. this week we don't know if he'll be fit enough to start or if he'll be benched or, or even you know feature at all in the game but this would seem on paper like a game that we can create chances from do we have the players that will create chances yeah. I Remember watching off of his first half against, I think it was Slavia earlier in the season, mm -hmm. where eventually they succumbed to like a 6 0 loss it or something like that. Yeah. And what I admired, I mean, it's not smart, but what I admired is that they will absolutely keep swashbuckling forward. Like, they, you know. You know, Opava don't care. Opava, do they just they hurl themselves forward, which is odd because they don't score any goals, so it hasn't done them any favours, but clearly through either, like, naivety or just, fuck it, let's go. They, they, yeah. just, they just kept barrelling forward. Like, I, I kind of admired that. But, I mean, they are rubbish. Yeah. But, like, saying that, David, does that not, just that idea that they just keep... It terrifies me. Scare your it absolutely exactly. terrifies me, yeah. Like, I because, don't think it could be anyone at the moment. Because they they could barrel forward and, you know, they don't score, but we can't defend. They might put two past us and we won't be able to reply. So, so the, the annoying thing is that I kind of wish that this game was worth more in a sort of a selfish thing uh, way because the thing is that we could easily lose to Opava, right? And mathematically or whatever there's still so much to play for in the season or whatever but it feels like it's constantly going to be like that yeah. uh, like I mean if we're going to just be shit and go down just get it over with man. you know <laughs> like give me the vaccine yeah I was I was uh, I was saying to, to to Ben earlier like it's one of those things that you think about like if we beat Opava also the way that the bottom three or four teams are playing we could just lose every single game and still stay up. Like this, just yeah. get get above the line this coming weekend. Yeah, and that's it because nobody's winning down. There's a lot of draws. That end. Um, but what is? Uh, and I was actually going to mention this um, in the next bit, but this is actually an important thing, I guess. Now, is that our two run-ins? You know, so we have Opava on Sunday, and then the weekend after we have Bohemians. Is that those two teams are playing each other um, tomorrow, Wednesday? We're recording Ooh, this yeah. on Tuesday, so that's going to be a really intriguing game with a very annoying four o'clock kickoff time. So yeah. I'll, I'll be watching it. Yeah, I will to see. Too. Think. what happens there because it could be an absolute shit fest but it will say a lot about the uh, the teams and I wouldn't mind a draw there actually because um, currently we've got 10 points Bohemka have 15 and Opava have 7 I'll take a draw there and beating Opava and yeah. then hopefully setting up for a result against Bohemia thing is we are claw ourselves out we this. are what home to we are Opav at home to Opava and away to Bohemka. I believe it's that way. Um, away to Bohemka, we will get nothing because yeah. we never do. Yeah, away to Bohemka, right. no matter even if we were fifth and they were bottom, we'd yeah. still absolutely bottle it against Bohemians. We're Not crap against them. That, that's, but uh, that's for discussion. Well, either in the next segment or we just keep this bit running. Up to you. Um, let's take a quick break, mainly because I really need to go for pee. Sure. 
is Kenny and I'm a kangaroo, garoo, garoo. I like to say good day, good day, good day, and how do you do? And if you were ever to ask me what I really love to do, I'd say boy around all day, all over Australia. The sounds of uh, Ralph McTell uh, singing uh, Kenny the Kangaroo from the Alphabet Zoo children's album, which was much beloved of me as a kid and is being used to introduce this next section, which is a preview of Bohemian's Prague. Yes. Clocani. Yes, so we're playing the Clocani for the second time um, this season. You may remember going back to match day two, um, a nil-nil draw where both sides had chances mm. uh, to to win it. And that seems a long time ago now, it was, doesn't it? It also seemed a long time ago that they started well. After that nil-nil, they went on to beat Sparta two-one, mm. and you know that's the, right. Yeah, like like early on, they seem to be a team to. Seem to really watch, and they've really yeah, they've absolutely plummeted, haven't they? Well, I mean, it's not in sort of the spectacular fashion of um, some, like they're not like uh, you know, like some of the lopsided score lines that have befallen Teplitsa or, yeah. or Opava. Um, they their season is being defined by narrow losses, mm-hmm. basically. So they've lost, um, they've lost two one four times Ooh, this season. Yeah. Um, Last time out was Bohemians one Slovatsko three, mm-hmm. so again as again as as we are recording on uh, on Tuesday night, they're fourteenth in the league and a five point cushion over the bottom three. Do you want the fun? Yes, always. You yeah. know you know this anyway, but this is I think this is just I think this is really good and just kind of fun. So since we last spoke about them, they have Tomas Netzid. Yeah, Tomas Netzid who I feel that should mean something to me and yeah so um like I mean has had a where has he been before he well he's that's going to annoy me he's been going to tell me well he's been um you know for 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 quite a few years he was uh the lone striker I believe in um the Czech Republic national setup where they were playing like a a 4-5-1 yeah yeah Um, I mean he played I think Slavia but outside the country he was CSKA Moscow he was Legia Varsa Bursaspor in um, Turkey and he just finished just a big burly almost completely square yeah sort of lad this is it he had time in the Netherlands like he I think he played for Zvola and he um, just finished his contract with uh, Edio Den Haag uh-huh. so, like, I mean I like I mean like people will question I was going to say international sort of striker if he was really that good uh, in the national setup but as a as a player for Bohemians that that feels like it should be really good yeah. um, I think he's played nine games he's, he scored once that might again I've not seen enough of Bohemians this season to really put a um, an assessment on thing is though, that rate. Thing is though, it was never, it was never like a mass. Like even with the national side, it was not a part of it. Like he's the the kind of Emil Heskey of the Czech. I'd love Thomas to play for us. Set, yeah, he's just he's there to just be square and hold the ball up and bring other people into play, and you know. There he is. So uh, I think that's kind of a kind of a, a good signing. Um, hopefully he doesn't do anything <laughs> against us, uh, of, of course, uh, when we play them. Um, for more lowdowns um, on the on the squad, um, I do recommend. I can't re- remember the for the life of me the um, the proper name of the account, but there's a fantastic. Um, um, Bohemians Twitter account in English, um, who I think is a is a UK based supporter who used to live here. I think it's just like at Bohemians underscore Eng or something yeah. like that, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. It's um, it, it's good and it will um, it it'll offer you a lot more. Yeah, they're they're mm-hmm. they're decent value on Twitter actually. Lots of content. Yeah. Lots of um, lots of kind of um, um, interaction with people. Occasional giveaways as well. Yeah. They can occasionally get the, their hands on a scarf or something to give well, away. That's but, cool, you know, yeah. It's kind of fun. So, I, I mean, again, like, they're just... Like, Bohemians, for me, are a team that are basically just kind of, like, reasonably sturdy, tend to have unspectacular seasons where they get themselves in trouble and then slowly pull away. 
I quite like Petr Hronek in, mm. in, in midfield there. I think they're playing him more left these days. I'd always see him as a central midfielder. Um, they had a guy called Daniel Kustel in at uh, defence yeah, who was yeah, a complete name, liability. Name, so, name so, bell, yeah. uh, they've I think they've looked a lot better probably since they've um, they've dropped him, and they are at least from my memories of them as a you know obviously players come and go but as a side I always found them quite a um, a sort of a resolute sort of agricultural maybe would be the word but a physical sort of team thing is they're one of those teams that absolutely makes the best of what they have though because I think they've they uh, are very happy with their status as the cool Prague underdog Mm -hmm. you know and their ability to track to um, um, attract players is very much we are the third team in Prague. But if you come, you get this cool little stadium, a very very dedicated fan base, and a noisy fan yeah, base. Yeah, and as well. and will be slightly elevated to more than the sum of your parts. That's the thing. I mean, lovely surrounding as well. So really, I mean, I I, I like that side of Prague as well. Prague yeah. Ten. Um, it, it it's all very it's all very cool. Um, you're still close enough to the you know to all the the bigger things if you would you know want to see those things in Prague, of course. But just yeah. generally, like, um, but I mean, a team that we just we, as you as you said, we just struggle against away from home, mm. and you know the the problem with Bohemians is that they are a home side. They're they, on the road. They're generally rubbish. Um, I think they've uh, the majority of their losses has come away from the dolly check, so who knows? Again, like it could be a case that we've done this, we've done this before this season, where we just look absolutely rubbish and lose to Opava and then go three 0 them or something unrealistic mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, I ideally in an ideal world this is six points and it's six points we really need to get, but th- four. Three. Yeah, as you said, like a one-one tomorrow night and beating Opava would be fine by me. I would actually take that. And then see if we can get something in anything Prague. off Bohemka. Yeah, that would be the thing. It's I just I, I feel that anything less than at least three is going to is, be is the beginning. Failure, of the frankly, end. yeah. Well, on that, on that positive note, yes. Well, yeah. Thank you for um, yet again sitting through an hour of negativity. To be honest, but that's the way things are, unfortunately, right now. If we keep that's... losing, we're just going to pack this out with features. Trust <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Gonna, yeah, just for our own mental health and well-being. Indeed. Well, uh, thank you for uh, listening. If you have uh, stuck around this far, you're better people than we are. I mean. You know, we just have to say it. We don't have to listen. But I do have to listen back to this. Yeah. <laughs> like, very much like supporting Zborovka, but no, David, my contribution to Zborovkast at this point is just going on nothing but blind loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, uh, follow us on all the socials, as 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 usual, at Zborovkast on wherever you can find. And... Not on Parlour, because we're not Nats. <laughs> <laughs> no, indeed not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, all of the things. Um, thank you very much for listening. We're going to play you out with the song I sung virtually half of earlier. Fantastic. So that was fun. Um, yeah, so uh, we will speak to you again in a couple of weeks. Too much, too young. Bye. You know